your close personal friend, Lou Brutus, rock and roll raconteur, and you are listening to The Night Nerd. Not to be confused with Darren McGavin and The Night Stalker, which is something completely different, but if you're really a nerd, you'll check it out because it was awesome TV back in the 1970s. Welcome to the Night Nerd Podcast. I'm your host Lance. It's Monday, so we're going to talk some video games. Last week we talked all about Sonic Warrior, Lou Brutus's new book that's available in the stores. He came on the show. It was really nice to talk to us and everything, and I, I had a blast. And I thought, you know, let's keep the party bus going. Let's talk. Let's keep talking music. So this week we're talking all about musicals and things. Last week it was more like the rock star side of it. But this week we're looking at musicals, and that starts with music video games. Now, I learned that, and this shouldn't have surprised me, but there is more than just music games. As video games have grown and evolved and told different stories and really become an art style, thankfully, finally, that includes music too. You know, they've branched out and have different genres. You know, I was thinking that music games were music games the same way there's sh uh, shooter games, RPG games, action games, but I should have known even then because you have action RPG, you have rail shooter, you have, you know, so many different types of video games and music is no different. But it's generally agreed on that music's divided up, music games, into four main categories. This is, well, we'll see in a second. The first one is a music memory game or a rhythm game. These are games like Dance Dance Revolution, uh, Prepper the Rapper, stuff like that. Samba de Amigo, which I love and we'll talk about more in a minute. Then you have freeform music games. These are games that are kind of like music synthesizers. They're the sandbox version of music games where you can go in there and do whatever you want, create songs, demos, anything like that. Uh, one of the big ones is like SimTunes back in 96. That's really what kicked off the genre and stuff. Then you also have hybrid music games. And these are more story driven games, you know, like Res, Free the Beat, um, stuff like that. I would put Wonder Song in this, but interestingly enough, Wonder Song is considered a puzzle adventure game, even though I would probably call it a music adventure game or music puzzle adventure game. I, I don't know because I mean, one of the main things is music so that's really interesting that they it, it's not included on that but the last one is music games for live performance and these are like interactive music video things we talked about some of these last week with the likes of prince and bob dylan and stuff like that where you see their performances and, and you know you get to learn about it and everything and so it's 
you know, it, it's cool. But music games, like I said, they've been around really as long as games have been around. You can go all the way back to the 70s and they use what they called the call and response mechanic, which has like a little speaker and you talk and it comes back. Uh, that's where it started. And then there were aerobic games in the 80s because aerobics were everywhere in the 80s, like jazzercise, sweating with the oldies, all that kind of stuff. But really, it was in the 90s, um, like 96 with Parappa the Rapper, that this rhythm took off. That, that's considered the first true rhythm game. And since then, it just blew up. I mean, the next year, you had Beat Mania come out in arcades. Not too long after that, you're getting your DDRs. And in 2005, Guitar Hero, which changed everything. Not just rhythm games, but video games in general. You know, people, for every rock band, there were a dozen knockoffs. I mean, you had Guitar Hero and Rock Band, but then you had like, I can't tell you, Karaoke Revolution, uh, Dance Karaoke. There were so many karaoke games because it was easier and cheaper to make. But Donkey Konga and Samba de Amigo were other games in this time that I really loved. Uh, Samba de Amigo actually came out just right after Parappa the Rapper. And it was a Sega Dreamcast game where you had maracas. Like, instead of the guitar hero that we know and love, you had maracas. And there's a little sensor bar at the bottom, and the maracas were wired into that sensor bar. And there was a mat. Was there a mat? I can't remember if there was a mat. I need to dig the game out. I still have it. It's awesome. And the music played, and you had on left and right side, you had top, middle, and bottom. And you had to shake the maracas in rhythm, you know, either fast or slow or hold poses or whatever. And that's that's how you played the game. And they had a really great song list. I mean, it was, uh, for the time, you know, it's definitely probably not songs that people listen to now, but I did. I mean, they had, like, Real Big Fish, Take On Me, I remember. Um... What else? There's a, a bunch of crazy ones that were there. They even had, you can unlock like some of the songs from Crazy Taxi and everything. And um, you could download songs. It was one of the first games to have like DLC, which, uh, uh, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was fun. But Donkey Konga, like I said, was another one came out on GameCube. And. It had a lot of great songs on it. Um, a lot of those were Nintendo-based also, much like Samba de Amigo had Sega-based songs. Donkey Kong had a lot of Nintendo-based songs, but it also had like Queen in there, The Partridge Family, Blink-182, uh, Crystal Method, which I always thought was kind of interesting. And you had some classics like Mozart and things. And just a blast to play. And then you kind of, as with everything, you saw the bottom fall out. You know, when you had Rock Band and stuff, and when you had to go and buy two, well, three guitars, technically two for guitar and one for bass. 
and then a microphone and a drum set and everything like that on top of the game and then the DLC. You know, next thing you know, you're four or $500 into this game. And is it worth it? Ooh. I mean, people who love them, love them. Guitar Hero tried to reinvent themselves with the new guitar style layout, which supposedly is more loyal to actually playing guitar. I don't play guitar. You know, that, that reminds me. I do want to tell a quick story. When these games were blowing up in the early 2000s, um, early, early 2010s and stuff, that's when I did a lot of my touring with bands. That's when I knew a lot of bands. And I asked them, I was like, hey, do you guys play these games? You know, do you play Guitar Hero, Rock Band? And they're like, no, because it's nothing like playing a real guitar. And we suck at it. Uh, the game's not the real guitar, obviously. But they would, uh, they, they said it would just throw them off because it's so inaccurate. And I think a lot of the gaming industry heard that feedback. I mean, not just from me and mine, but just kind of across the board because he had like Rocksmith came out, which used a real guitar. And like I said, the new guitar hero and everything, but none of those really did well. Um, Dance Dance came back a few years ago, but not a huge success. Um, it just, they, they kind of fell out. Like I said, between all the money you have to invest and all the time and a lot of people myself included i don't like playing those games by myself i like having a living room full of people and everybody rocking out and just having a good time and now i mean especially now you can't do that but you know it's that demographic my age group is getting older you know getting kids and stuff and then the younger ones play the battle royales and everything like that so the market's not quite there um it's sad because if you do have any of those controllers hang on to them i had my guitar hero controller stolen and i'm trying to find replacement ones and they're going for hundreds of dollars a piece it's ridiculous so the people who like them love them i don't like them that much i'm not gonna pay you know 400 times what i paid for it uh not 400 times but you know they were fun i'm sure one day we'll get back to rhythm games and especially games like parappa the rapper and wonder song and stuff are nice little fill-ins where you can get the music get the rhythm without all the heavy accessories and that's i think that's going to be the way to go but let me know are you a fan of the old rhythm games? Do you have a closet full of Guitar Hero controllers? Um, I'm specifically looking for like the new Guitar Hero. The one with the six buttons that's more like a real guitar on Xbox One. I have dongles. I just don't have guitars. So message me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But let me know which one's your favorite. Let me know in the comments below here on SoundCloud or on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, everywhere. Just look for The Night Nerd. Love to hear from you. Love to talk to you. Like I said, you can email me, nightnerd at thenightnerd.com. But otherwise, that's going to do it for us today. Again, my name is Lance. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Tell me, sing it.